as human beings, we tend to follow, you know, trends, consume more than what we need, right? Compare ourselves to the people whose lives are so colorful, so bright, so interesting in social media, assuming that if we have what they have, what they own, we'll be happy and contented. Sometimes we forget what we value, that we're willing to compromise anything. Hey, it's Dee and this is Converse in My Head by Dee Gantor, a podcast of decluttering consciousness. In here, I talk about my learnings, ideas, and thoughts about mental health awareness and wellness through intentional living. These are the insights that I value and I'm hoping that this podcast with each episode will add value to you as well. Hey guys, be here. So today we'll talk about letting go of the things we think we want. So questions like, what do we talk about when we talk about values? Why are they even important? How do we discover what we value? And can it be redesigned? So these are just some of the questions you may have in your mind. And I promise I'll do my best to answer them based on what I know through personal experiences, you know, coaching, mentoring, research, you know, from books and articles online and offline. So when I was actually outlining what I wanted this episode to consist of, it made me think and rethink a bunch of stuff, really. So why don't we start with what values are and why are they important? So according to Ethics Unwrapped, values are individual beliefs that motivate people to act one way or another. So they serve as a guide for human behavior. As Jay Shetty's uh, Think Like a Monk beautifully put it, if you know your values, you have directions that point you toward the people and actions and habits that are best for you. And without them, we are swept away by distractions. But how do we discover what we value and can it be redesigned though? So in my coaching profession, I have clients and coaches where we tackle identity and values. Inspired by the same book, Think Like a Monk, I have adapted the one of Jay Shetty's idea on how to discover one's values and actually make a life audit based on where one spent their time, you know, their media consumption and money. I did it myself. So before doing the audit, which ran for two weeks to a month, I've listed my top three values, or so I thought. Then I've deliberately logged my day, you know, how I spent my time, how did I consume the media, and where does my money go. And after accumulating the first two weeks of data, I saw a huge difference of what I thought my values were. You know, my actions are not aligned with my values, so to speak, like at all. I did continue for two weeks more to get a whole month of data. So my top three values from before were not 100% proven or matched. Before I did the activity, I thought my values were... One, relationship. Two, growth. Three, simplicity. 
And after a month, based on my actions, they were actually one, freedom, two, growth, and three, intentionality. Was it bad that they weren't aligned? I don't think so. As for me, I saw it as an opportunity to be more aware and more intentional on how I will nurture or redesign my values. Because at the end of the day, they are the driving force in ethical decision making, right? Since then, I make it a point to have a yearly audit to see if my goals and actions are aligned with my values. So yes, I do believe that values can be redesigned. It's actually part of my coaching program or one of my coaching programs. And I am a firm believer of that. It depends on the season you're in. Are there right or wrong values, you may ask? Uh, My answer is I don't think so because we weren't born knowing our values already. Um, It requires discovery, redesigning, and realignment. And it's a process, you know, with yourself, your goals, and your environment as well. So conflicts can result when people have different values leading to a clash of preferences and priorities. Don't get me started with that. I have a lot of personal stories about that. Um, Previous conflicts, you know, and looking back, as I understand more about values, beliefs, and mindsets and all that, it uh, made me realize that the one of the key factors why conflicts arise is because of different people values different values. So, <laughs> right? Point is, knowing your values helps you attract the people with the same values as you do, be it your personal or professional relationships. Now, take a look where you're at. You know, the people you're with, the work you're doing. Question is, do they align with your values? As human beings, we tend to follow, you know, trends, consume more than what we need, right? Compare ourselves to the people whose lives are so colorful, so bright, so interesting in social media, assuming that if we have what they have, what they own, we'll be happy and contented. Sometimes we forget what we value, that we're willing to compromise anything. As what the minimalist said, when we're willing to compromise anything, eventually we'll compromise everything, even our values. Now, in their book, Love People Use Things because the opposite never works, they mentioned the French psychoanalyst Jacques Lacan. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly, where he referred a driving desire as object A. So it's the thing we think we want. Um, You know, the thing that would make us satisfied only if we could acquire, possess, or achieve it. So my question is, when was the last time you felt that? As for me, just the morning before I recorded this episode, I thought I needed to have a brand new MacBook for my freelancing business, you know, something that I can heavily use for designing, editing, and heavy writing, even though I do have three machines at home (laughs) that's perfectly working. Epic, right? Well, we all have our own object ace, you know, and it continuously change. But eventually, the object of our desire becomes the object of our discontent. You know, in time, we realize the things we wanted aren't what we 
really want, you know, what we really value. So understanding our values helps us make decisions you actually want to make, including deliberate choices about consumption of things, ideas, thoughts, everything. So personally, it helps me declutter my consciousness. Nux, did you follow what I did there? Um, yeah, just so you know, I post content like this about decluttering, mental health, self-work, self-development, and the like in writing through my Facebook page called Decluttering Consciousness. So link on the description if you want to have a look at that. But moving on. What's likely to happen if we won't pay attention to our values? You may be wondering, you know. We may feel like in the loop or stuck because we have no direction. We may also feel discontent um, because we do not know what we truly want. And we may have poor decisions because we may live in compromise. And the most genuine way to live is to align our short-term actions with our long-term values, said the minimalists as well. So in the same book, Love People Use Things, Joshua Fields Milburn, one of the authors and one, the one half of the minimalists, introduced four contrasting categories of values. These are one, foundational values, two, structural values, three, surface values, and four, imaginary values so i'm just gonna give a short overview of what they are based on how i understood it so i really suggest you to get a copy of their book because they're fantastic i promise um did you also know by the way that the 10th episode of the show is called less is now because i really loved their documentary over netflix well even the first doco they did with Mattia Vela years back but anyways let's go with the first one foundational values so while we have different values overall which we already agreed upon we somehow share five similar foundation values and these are health relationships creativity growth and contribution so these are suggested to be universal and when i reflected on it it's actually true, as for me, okay? I don't know about you, though, but it's a good start. True to its name, foundational. So if you want to understand your values more, you may want to look at your health, relationships, creativity, growth, and contribution. Then, we have structural values. These are what makes us who we are, you know, our personal values. It's based on experience so it may change over time i looked further into this one a bit and found fishopedia's definition of personal values so they defined it as the broad desirable goals that motivate people's actions and serve as guiding principles in their lives so everyone has values right but each person has a different value set so these differences are affected by an individual's culture personal upbringing, life experiences, and a range of other influences. So it checks out, right? Some examples are freedom, gratitude, resources, uh, vulnerability, wisdom, what else? Compassion, integrity, humility, and the like, right? 
Another category is surface values. It's adding variety and diversity to our lives. So Joshua associated it with personal interests. They may be minor, but still have a huge impact on our overall satisfaction. So keyword here is satisfaction. Maybe let me give an example. Meditation, music, what other personal interests? Uh, reading, writing, art, podcasting, investments, entertainment, and many more. Interesting, isn't it? So on to the last one, that is imaginary values. So these are the clutter or obstacles that gets in our way. Some examples of imaginary values that sometimes prevent us from being fulfilled are comfort, busyness, productivity, emails, right? Social media, skepticism, what else? Self-doubt and scarcity mindset. So those are just some of the examples Right, but I highly, highly, highly recommend you to get a copy of Love People Use Things because the opposite never works by the minimalists because value bombs everywhere. All right, so some next steps I'd like to leave you with. Number one, understand your values. So you can use the four categories of values we just discussed, right? And then the next step is find someone you can trust an accountability partner who you can share it with and discuss to process your insights and your discoveries. And if that person is also willing, he or she can share his or hers with you as well. Um, you'll soon discover that once you better understand your values and the values of those closest to you, you'll understand how to better interact with them which will improve the relationship and help you both grow in exciting and unexpected ways. And then the third step is get clear. You know, what are the values you're currently ignoring and or compromising? What actions and decisions should you do to align it with your values? Another step is identify obstacles. What's getting in the way, right? And then the last one is recognize consequences. So whenever you're compromising your values, what is it really costing you? So you may want to have a think about those. Take your time because it really needs a lot of focus, humility, and acceptance as well. And awareness, right? Um, by the way, I'm a professional certified life coach and I help stock multipotential lights declutter what's getting in their way to optimal living through life and mental health coaching. Now, if you recon, you'd like to jump in a chat or call with me, I'm more than happy to make time for you so we can discover where I can help you. And should you decide that you want to book a discovery call with me, it's actually free. Just let me know. Okay, so to connect with me or if you just want to say hi, that'll be awesome as well. Check the link on the description. Next week, we'll talk about money. Still part of this Letting Go series, so watch out for that. And if you haven't already, subscribe and follow the show so you won't miss out on the new episodes. Leave a rating as well. That'll be a huge help so people that needs to hear what we talk about here can also have access to the show. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for sticking with me. This has been Convos in My Head by Dee Cantor.
Bye! If you found value in this episode, please don't forget to rate it or leave me a message through anchor.fm slash heydesi. I would love to hear your thoughts and feedback and with your permission, I may also include your voice message in my future episodes. Also, I do my uploads every Thursday, so make sure to subscribe or follow so you won't miss any future episodes. And if you're new to the podcast, when you have the chance, feel free to listen to my previous episodes as well. To see my passion projects or to connect and collaborate with me, head over to the link on the description. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for spending your precious time with me today. This is Convos in My Head by The Econ